0: A very tumultuous day downtown on the downtown east side. We have been covering it pretty much since the story broke at about nine this morning that uh, the VPD uh, were cooperating with a number of different entities to go down uh, pretty much to Main and Hastings and clear a couple of blocks west of said intersection. And obviously there is a, a you know, it's a very tough time. For a number of people down on the east side that tonight aren't sure where they're going. Some are going to shelters, some are going to set up somewhere in the neighborhood, but there's a lot of uncertainty. So, in order to get to the crux of this, we thought it'd be great to bring on Vancouver Police Chief Adam Palmer, who's kind enough to join us this afternoon. Chief, good afternoon.
1: Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me.
0: It's my pleasure, and I always think it's better to get it from the proverbial horse's mouth. So let's talk about the hours leading up to what actually happened today. Can you walk me back maybe 48 hours, 72 hours? How did this decision get made, and when did you guys finally say that today was going to be the day?
1: Well, this actually dates back to long, you know, a lot longer than 48 hours or 72 hours, so it goes back to you know, a number of months now where we've been seeing a steady deterioration in the downtown east side and you know, increase in violence, very disturbing events, uh, increase in fires, buildings that have caught fire, tents that have caught fire, and it's created a very, very dangerous environment down there, so it was kind of an iteration over time. I know the City of Vancouver has been down there working with, uh, you know, the folks in the tents for a long period of time. And many people were housed, but there was a, a group of people that uh, were still persistent and didn't want to leave. And it was just becoming untenable due to the high levels of danger and fire risk and assaults and stabbings and shootings and things like that. So the City of Vancouver made a decision that they were going to um, go forward with the chief's, uh, Fire Chief's fire order and have those tents and structures removed. So we're assisting the City of Vancouver in that. It's it's engineering and the fire department taking the lead on um, actually removing structures and things like that, but VPD is there to keep the peace.
0: When did you find out that Tuesday was going to be the day?
1: Well, we've been talking about this, like I say, for months, and there's been regular meetings that have been going on throughout that entire period of time with uh, VPD Fire Department, City, the province has been involved. So all all of the players that you would expect talk about this on a regular basis. So it's not something that's just uh, popped up out of the blue. It's, it's been a going concern for many months.
0: I think the reason that I ask for the time frame is because a lot of people on the downtown east side are saying that the communication hasn't been as strong as it needed to be. And I think if you've had those months, maybe the communication could have been stronger. And I'm not going to pin that specifically on the police department, but if you've got all of these entities coming together and yet the communication is still scuffling, i got to wonder where maybe that breakdown happened.
1: Yeah, no, I'll tell you, actually, um, I know for a fact that the communication has actually been very good, and you you will get a certain narrative painted by people from different perspectives, and and I appreciate that. But I know for a fact that, in particular, the uh, community services group from the City of Vancouver is, is down there on a daily basis talking to people, and there's been really good communication with people on the street, as well as... Uh, the engineering and sanitation folks who were down there, so there's day to day contact with people down uh, down in the uh, encampment,
0: so they knew a that you were coming and b that where they should go once you guys get there.
1: No, we didn't give people uh, a lot of details about you know exact dates and times that we were coming, but as far as like where people are going, um the city of Vancouver and the province have had lots of discussions on that. The city has got the lead on that, not the police department, of course, because we don't oversee housing or shelter or anything like that. So that's not really our area of responsibility, but I know the city um, you know is looking after support services, uh, shelter space and different housing options for some folks that are left down there.
0: I appreciate the candidness, and um, I guess my next question is optics, because I think a lot of people are going to watch the 6 o'clock news tonight, and they're going to see a bunch of, you know, members from the VPD down there, and it's going to look a little jarring, a little daunting to see them walking, you know, down westbound from Main and Hastings towards all of these uh, encampments. How were they on the ground today? I don't know if you've gotten any direct feedback, but have you have you heard anything as far as the um, communication with these people that were in the tents? Uh, have you heard anything back from any of your members today?
1: Yeah, so I can give you a bit of an update on that. So, just for your you know for your listeners' information, just to give some context. So, I mean, the reason that we do have to have police down there accompanying the city is because. It is very violent. It is untenable, as I mentioned. And, you know, over the past while, we've seen an increase in in weapons with knives and bear spray, handguns, shotguns. People have been stabbed. We had a person in a wheelchair stabbed. We had a homicide down there. We've had shootings, uh, sexual assaults, robberies. Uh, Buildings have caught on fire due to the proximity of the tents to buildings. We've had a large number of tents that have caught fire. People have been injured. Uh, We've had people throwing lighter fluid onto tents, trying to set them on fire, which luckily was uh, thwarted before that could happen. Um, Batteries, lithium batteries from chop shops, from e-bikes that have exploded. Uh, Firefighters that have been chased around. Uh, Ambulance attendants that have been shot with BB guns. Police officers shot with BB guns. 19 police officers assaulted. An officer hit in the head with a pipe that led to an officer-involved shooting previously. So that's kind of the context building up to it, why you need police there, because it's not safe for city workers to go in there alone. But then to your direct question about what we've experienced today, I will say that actually most of the people um, residing in the tents have actually been pretty cooperative. We haven't had really much resistance from them. There has been resistance, though, from uh, some of the activist groups and protesters down there, so... What we've seen there is we have seen people throwing debris out from uh, second-story windows down to officers and city workers down in the street. We did have somebody throw a wrench at uh, police officers. We had a report of a man with a gun uh, in his waistband, and when we contacted that person, they had a replica gun tucked into their waistband that looked like a real gun. Mm. We had somebody throw hot coffee on police officers. We had somebody set off a fire extinguisher down there. So that just kind of gives you a bit of the context of um, some of the things we're facing down there.
0: So my final question for you is, we've heard on this station this afternoon from some of the people on the ground that, yeah, they're going to leave tonight, but they're coming back. So from your perspective, from a policing perspective, what changes? I mean, you've done this sweep today. You've put a lot of stuff into the trash compactors. But let's say 48 hours from now, we start to see some of these people making their way back to their quote-unquote home. What changes from your perspective?
1: Well, for starters, I'll just correct you there that the police haven't put anything in trash compactors. So the city of Vancouver is dealing with any kind of, you know, debris or um, helping people with their belongings down there. And they actually have storage capabilities to help people with that if they're not able to take their items with them. So uh, no actions uh, like that by police. But as far as a longer term strategy, the city does have a plan that we're working with them to uh, provide some sustainability down there. So we don't see these popping up and we're going to be Uh, present with the city as they enforce their fire bylaw and uh, street and traffic bylaw down there. So we'll be assisting them in the weeks to come just to maintain order down there and make sure everybody's safe.
0: So no ticketing, no fines, it's just a, I guess it's a case-by-case scenario?
1: Yeah, generally speaking, I'll just say over the years, like, ticketing doesn't work well in neighbourhoods like the downtown east side. I mean, you're dealing with folks that are marginalised, don't have a lot of money, uh, inability to pay. Ticketing is just not a Generally, a good option when you're dealing with uh, folks that uh, in those situations.
0: Okay, I appreciate you making the time for this us uh, this afternoon. I just wanted to make sure that everybody had the proper context as we get into our final hour of the show. So, thank you for the time.
1: You're welcome. Thanks, Rob.